What is up, y'all? This is the Lawson Podcast. My name is Adrian Lawson. And uh, just before we get into this episode, I want to make an announcement real quick. It's not that big of a deal, but I now have an email that is specifically for this podcast. So if you want to, you know, submit some topic ideas, maybe correct me. Uh, I'm sure I've made a lot of errors in these past few episodes. So if you want to correct any of those, or if you have maybe a video that you think would be an interesting, uh, would make an interesting reaction podcast or something like that, then feel free to send it to the email. The email is LawsonCast at gmail.com, LawsonCast at gmail.com. It's not LawsonPodcast at gmail.com. That was taken. So if you email LawsonPodcast at gmail.com, it's going to go to some stranger who has nothing to do with this podcast. But if you send it to LawsonCast at gmail.com, then it will go to me. And, uh, you know, I'll probably respond uh, with some sort of response, no matter what, unless the volume gets too large, which I'm sure at this point in the podcast, it will not. Uh, And if you submit a topic that, that I think is interesting and worth exploring, then I'll make a podcast on it and I'll shout you out. So yeah, feel free to enjoy that. And, uh, Now let's jump into what this episode is going to be about. So this podcast features a special guest by the name of, well on YouTube he's known as Ocean Juice, and I've known him for I think like more than a year now, met him at a, at a work, where we used to work together, and uh we've always had these really interesting conversations about um, religion, politics, all the stuff you're not supposed to talk about. And I've always found conversations with him to be like the most thought provoking, where I could come at him with something that I've, you know, never really, that just sounded right in my head, whether it was about religion or, or anything else. And then he would come back with an objection that I'm pretty sure he just thought of on the spot. And it was something that I hadn't thought of or none of the um, none of the material I've read about the subject has really come up with. And so I, I really like talking with him because it forces me to kind of think more critically about my beliefs and to explore them in new ways that I would have never thought of on my own. So this is a really enjoyable or yeah, he's a really enjoyable person to have a conversation with. Um, I do have to give a warning at the outset for explicit language. He does use a lot of explicit language and, um, he might say some stuff that's offensive to some people. I could go in and, you know, bleep out all the curse words and, uh, cut out all the parts that might be offensive to some people, but then this podcast would never get released because there's just a lot of curse words and, it's hard to tell what people are going to be offended by nowadays. So I just decided to put it out in its raw form. Um, interestingly, also, it was supposed to be a podcast on materialism versus idealism. But kind of like 30 minutes into the podcast, we kind of realized we don't know what we're talking about enough to have a really fluid conversation on it. There's so much more that we would need to read to be able to talk about it with any comfort. Um so I could tell in in recording the part about materialism and idealism, uh, he was getting kind of annoyed with me because 
he would ask me a question and I would be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and um, like one question he asked me was, uh, what sort of implications does does the idea that our mind is not material, what sort of implications does that have on the nature of reality? And I was like, I mean, I don't know, really. I can tell you some ideas I've heard. And uh, he was like, well, th- we're doing a podcast on it, so we need to talk about it, whether we're confident in what it is or not. We need to talk about it. And he's totally right. Uh, I was not I was not really com- contributing to the flow of the podcast. I was kind of just stalling it because I'm not really comfortable in saying things that I don't know are true or uh, unless I'm or representing sides of an argument that I'm not really familiar with. So I tend to like, uh, I guess, freeze up in situations like that because, you know, I don't want to be responsible for misrepresenting an argument or getting something completely wrong and saying it in an authoritative way so somebody thinks that, you know, there's good reason to think that it's true. Um, And maybe that's, like, not the best way to go about it because people can always research on their own. And what I'm supposed to do is, I guess, contribute to the conversation as a whole, whatever. But um, anyways, the part that I'm including in this podcast is the part after that where we talk about Christianity We've talked a lot about it in the past in just personal conversations, but I've always thought that even those conversations are worthy of having a podcast. So we talk a bit about um, Christianity, why he is not a Christian, and uh, we go back and forth with some objections to Christianity, some responses to those objections. And rather than just keep summarizing the whole podcast for you, I'm just going to let you jump right into it. So here you go. Enjoy. Like... I don't know. Where do we go from here? So why aren't you a Christian, dude? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually, I could. That's a great question. Um, well, it is the most prevalent religion in the world. And if yeah. so many people were willing to accept it, even slaves were willing to accept that religion when they're being like whipped by the people who are preaching to them, mm-hmm. but they still accepted the message. So obviously it had to be some like powerful stuff. I'm not denying that, but like, there just seems to be, it it just seems to be more of like, it it strikes me as a way of keeping rule of law in a time when rule of law was very difficult Mm. to enforce. That's what it looks like. Like there's a cosmic policeman and he's going to send you to soul prison if you fuck up. So don't fuck up. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. I should say, just because people are going to listen to this and be like, why is he bashing with his religion? <laughs> it was totally a joke. And, like, I did want to get into the topic. But mm-hmm. um, I'm more, like, yeah, I'm interested in, like, objections to Christianity. But I wasn't, like, it was a joke. <laughs> Nobody get mad. Um, but, yeah, I guess you could see it that way. Um, I would obviously disagree, mm-hmm. but, like, you could see it as like maybe even if people used it as that, does that mean that it's not true? I definitely think there were aspects of it that are true. And maybe like they did encounter some divine entity. Mm-hmm. But I think as soon as a human, like it's, it's, I think it's wholly like it's not right to assume that humans can transcribe some divine message perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like 
you like it's a completely dishonest to be like oh no the bible's been perfectly translated through the years like it it i don't think it has like even people have linked me to like the saying that it's like the same but i've seen contradicting evidence saying it's not and then i've seen other people saying that it is mm. so as usual i don't really know what to believe but i just know for a fact if every other religious text has been warped throughout the years and there's already like 20 different sects of christianity that oh, there's all a lot think, more than that yeah, yeah yeah but like there's so many that all believe their own thing Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that Christianity is unique as a, a religion that's, like, exempt from that. Because they have their mm-hmm. own little inter-crusade... They have their own, like, inside crusades. And oh, yeah. They fight each other all the time. Definitely. Yeah. So, it strikes me as a... It definitely has... I told you about Prisca Theologia, right? That concept that there's a, a common oh, yeah. thread of divine energy going through all religions. Right. But no one religion is, like... The true one. Now, the Catholic Church originally came up with it, and they believe the Catholic Church. It's like, yeah, you guys yeah. are kind of right, but we're the real correct ones. Yeah. I just think that's egocentric as hell. Because the, the, the Hindu, Hinduism, Buddhism, Jainism, like the, the like sort of Vedic religions, they didn't even assume that. They're mm. like, there are so many different gods, we can't even possibly comprehend it. It doesn't even matter if you worship like our gods or not you will be judged by like the forces of karma based solely mm-hmm. on your deeds and your like your true like ha- whether you are a virtuous person or a vicious person and i think that's so much less egocentric because mm-hmm. the purpose of buddhism was just dissolving the ego altogether and and buddhists and all of the hinduist jainists they don't believe that humanity is the center either they believe that there are gods but they're doing way more than just watching us whereas the Abrahamic religions say like, oh, we're so special. We're the center of the universe. God is just watching us and only us. And I just, I, I can't, I just can't buy that. I don't believe that we're that special. Like, I don't think that humans are divine enough to warrant the attention of God that much. Mm, I see, yeah. I see. So I want to go back to what you said about um, uh, like karma and stuff like that. How mm-hmm. you'll be judged by, you know, your good deeds versus your bad deeds. Mm-hmm. Um, Christianity kind of teaches that too, but it just teaches that none of us can win that battle on our own, basically. Like, well, like yeah, if we are judged by our good and bad deeds, we have a lot more bad deeds stacked up that we could never overcome, basically. I feel like that's that might not be true for all people. That That's probably true for, like, most, like, the mm-hmm. average guy, but there are def- I feel like the t- there's 25% of society that's just genuinely, like, good. Like, yeah, maybe they stole a candy bar, but mm-hmm. they've helped a lot more than they've hurt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if I agree with that. Really? But it also depends what so you... So you have a much more cynical view of humanity than I do, and that's surprising Kinda, for yeah. a Christian. I mean, if yeah. humans are divine creation, we're supposed to be better. Well, no, we are. We were. <laughs> well, we are, but then you know the fall happened and all that yeah but i mean god saw it coming (laughs) yeah obviously yeah but no okay hold on i want to get off track so um i think also what counts as a bad deed in hinduism and buddhism might be different from what counts as a bad deed in christianity Hmm, murder rape uh what are the like yeah evil sins like they're they line up pretty evenly oh yeah gluttony pride lust um like the seven deadly sins like they line up all religions those bad things they Mm -hmm. line up pretty damn even yeah the big ones the big ones for sure like but then there's also like jesus came and said if you hate your brother then that's a sin too you're basically the same as a murderer 
So if you were to like have hatred for somebody or just like ill will towards somebody in general, then that's also a sin. And then, and then if you lust after somebody, then that's also a sin. So I feel like it's a lot more centered on like, not just what you're doing, but what you're thinking and where your heart is, I guess, as a person. Oh, that as well. And Buddhism definitely preaches oh, really? the same thing because they say you need to meditate and detach yourself from these toxic mm. emotions. You need to be like, you need to be able to face death with like no fear. And that's how monks are. Like there's yeah. a monk who fucking lit himself on fire and meditated and, and he did not scream. Yeah, that's like, impressive. So yeah, it shows that like, like I, I'm not going to just be one of these like Reddit atheist fags who just like <laughs> throws fucking Christianity like oh dude science knows everything like I'm not like that at all like right. I believe Christianity has plenty of things to offer and that's not to mention like Gnosticism and like all these like esoteric yeah. like semi Christian cults which are super interesting mm-hmm. and like like um, I definitely think that they have a lot to offer but I think it's so egocentric to think that your religion is the one true one. Like, maybe even the resurrection happened. I'm not even denying that. But I just don't believe that a loving God would cast non-believers into hell, like, put us in this trap where we're, like, fucked if we don't follow his, like, extremely authoritarian religion. Like, mm-hmm. that, like, and I say that for Islam, I say that for Christianity and Judaism. Okay. What do you think about that? Well, okay, just to get back to something else he said before mm-hmm. about um, how the Hindu gods, they're doing, like, other stuff. They're not just focused on humanity. Mm -hmm. And the Christian Jewish god seems to be really focused on humanity. And, Mm -hmm. like, we don't warrant that kind of attention. Mm -hmm. Um, I would agree. But also, if you think of what he originally created us to be, it was kind of like an extension of heaven into onto earth. So it's like... I'm not saying you have to agree with that, but if that is the case, then, then that would warrant attention, I guess. Um, and then also he is doing other things like he's got heaven to, to take care of. I don't know what that's Mm -hmm. like. And then he's apparently there's like this eternal battle constantly going on between him and the devil. And it's like, so I mean, there's other stuff going on. He's probably doing some way cooler stuff Mm -hmm. than looking at us, but that would actually solve the problem of evil for me. And that's Mm -hmm. what these ancient religions like Manichaeism and, uh, Zoroastrianism, Mm -hmm. like they, put forward that like they were monotheistic as well maybe they were describing the same god just in a different way Mm. um they put forward that like god is pretty close to omnipotent but he's not and that's why evil exists because Uh there's that battle between good and evil and that makes so much more sense than Mm. like the free will thing where it's just like um yeah god's gonna let you burn in hell forever because free will like I think stating that he's not completely omnipotent and that there are evil forces at work that are working against him would actually make much more sense. And it would actually make me... I'd probably be a Christian then. <laughs> like... Hmm. But then, okay, we have to think about also, like, would something that we call God have limits like that, though? I mean, if he didn't, then our universe really wouldn't be any... like. Why wouldn't he have, like, internal organs? When I look at the mm-hmm. human body, we don't look divine at all. Like, if it's we're, pretty gross. Yeah, and it's, it seems wholly biological. Like, the mm-hmm. Darwinist uh, theory of evolution is so observable. Like, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, you can see, like, our organs are the same as most other mammals, even dolphins and shit. Yeah. And then you, even you go to other species, we have a lot of overlapping similarities. And you can ch- trace the genealogical history back. Mm-hmm. And, like... That makes so much sense. We're flawed creatures. We get, like, styes on our eyes. We get, like, 
all these weird little like malformities and there's mm-hmm. like parasites and stuff nothing about it seems divine it seems very natural biological and it seems like it arose maybe there was some initial spark but that must like i i could believe god created the universe but i can't believe that he like took the rib out and like did this and that like mm-hmm. i can't buy that But, like, once again, I want to say that, like, this isn't to discount all of Christianity. Like, there are plenty of, like, stupid-ass stories in in every religion and even in science. Like, we believe that, like, like, communism and national socialism were both scientific uh, ideologies. And ideology is scary close to religion. Like, Mm. it's basically, like, a secular replacement for religion, but without the ethical, like, moral boundaries. Yeah. It seems like... A lot of when religion is taken out of uh, ethical considerations, mm-hmm. it seems like things go south pretty fast. Even most definitely, yeah. But then there's also extremes when when things get too. I get. I guess you could say it gets too religious. Mm-hmm. But then also, it seems like stuff that happens out of religion, it's like somebody's messed up interpretation of something that, like, goes way too crazy. But then... But then, I mean, you look at Islam, like, they do have, like, quotes in their Quran that says, like, kill the unbelievers. And that's stuff. true. So it's more, it, yeah, yeah fundamental. It depends on the religion. Mm-hmm. Like, Tim Keller said, uh, he's, like, a Christian theologian. He mm-hmm. said, like, being a fundamentalist is not necessarily a bad thing. It just depends what the fundamental is. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a fundamentalist about charity, like, okay, mm-hmm. well then, you know, that's that's not a bad thing. Well, I mean, I'm sure the Taliban so, is too. They give to their oh, communities. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it de- but it depends, like, if you're a religious fundamentalist, what is your religion fundamentals? Like, what are the fundamentals? Is it kill Jewish people, kill non-believers? Yeah, well, that's part of it, but <laughs> the other parts are what you said. Charity, this, that, to the people in our community. Well, if you're a Muslim, cool. we will love you, my brother. Like, come yeah. and eat at my table. But if you're not, then... Well, you have part of the truth there, yeah. but the Catholic Church has all the truth. <laughs> uh, but perhaps because Christianity does cheat, just teach. It teaches to love your enemies. Like Jesus says, if you only love people who who love you and love people who are kind to you, then like anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. That's that's like natural. But Unless they're gay, then you burn them. Of course. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But if you love people who are, like, like different from you, who are against you, who want to kill you, and you're still able to love them, then it's like, wow, that's, that's actually something to be aspired to. That, yeah. that is true. Yeah. But um, I don't know how much the, the conquistadors were oh, yeah. their people when they spread Christianity that. throughout People forgot all that America. at many points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the issue is like, I I think religion does provide that boundary as like rule of law, but Mm. from a a policeman who sees everything. And I think that's very valuable. And I also do think there's an aspect of reality to the whole divine, like creation thing, Mm. though not in the fundamentalist way. But like, I can see the argument for the existence of a God or gods. I just can't see the argument for the existence of exactly my interpretation mm-hmm. of this specific sect of this specific religion is the one true thing yeah you'd have to like really explore it mm-hmm. you'd have to okay it's because we can get to the point where okay there's a god but what does it what is it what is it like mm-hmm. what does it want and then you'd have to go through maybe you, you could go through each religion and say well which one has more evidence which one has 
um, I guess you could say which one has better ethical I- ideas, but how do you decide what's a good ethical mm-hmm. idea? If you believe in a God, then you would probably say that that God has the ultimate authority to give us ethical ideas, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then you can't really... So if you were to go into it and say, well, a God that wouldn't punish me for eternity is a good God. And then, okay, well, how do you know that that's a good thing? What ethical... Because he could just source. make it not yeah. to be. He's do- He's making the choice to do it because he's omnipotent. Yeah, but what what ethical framework gives you the idea that that's bad? I don't know. It just feels bad. And I'd assume so that bad. God is the one who gave me the feelings that it's bad. Sure. Yeah. So he gives you all these contradicting messages and then he's like, fuck you, burn in hell forever. Like, I just think that's so fucked up. Like, that just sounds like something a psychopath mm. would do. Like, it, like, he gives you all these instincts. He gives you all these mm. terrible ideas and thoughts. But a lot of terrible ideas and thoughts could be said to come after the fall also. That's so. true, which he predicted happening. And he yeah, could have stopped. Of course, yeah. Which is the issue, is that he, if he's omnipotent, mm-hmm. he could have stopped it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's like that thing by Epicurus, where it's like... Um, if God is, like, loving and omnipotent, then why is evil... I forget the exact quote, but yeah. do you know no, what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know, I know the exact uh, argument. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, if God is omniscient mm-hmm. and... Or no, omnipotent and... Or no, I guess you could use all three. Omniscient, omnipotent, and all-loving. Mm-hmm. Then, if there is evil, if he's all-loving, he would want to stop it. Mm-hmm. If he's all-knowing, he would know about it. And if he's all-powerful, he'd be able to stop mm-hmm. it. So, that's the argument. But then... We could approach that in like two different ways. We could say a way that makes us feel good, like come up with some nice story about, well, maybe God has this big plan and it Mm -hmm. makes us feel nice. Or um, we could say, like, is this actually a logical contradiction? And I don't think it is. Um, We could talk about it. (laughs) So how do you not believe it's a logical contradiction? Because, so a logical contradiction means there's no possible world where these things can coexist. So there's no possible world where an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God can coexist with an, a world that has evil. Yeah. That's, that's, so contradiction means there's no possible world where that exists. So all I have to do is think of one situation where that could exist, mm-hmm. and then that's not a contradiction anymore. That doesn't mean that that has to be the correct explanation, that mm-hmm. that has to be like... But it, that it's just not contradictory. Yeah. So what would that situation be? Um, it could be, okay, he's all-knowing, so he would know. So let's say he knows about the evil... He's all-loving, so he doesn't like the evil. He would like it to stop. Mm-hmm. He's all-powerful. He has the capability for it to stop. Right. So, But let's say he's all-loving, but maybe a greater act of love is to let people go through terrible things. Forever? So, no, no. Okay, that's hell. That's the problem <laughs> of hell. That's different. I mean, yeah, but this ties into this as it well. It does, yeah. Okay, well, we could talk... Because hell about is evil, right? Hell is like the epitome of evil. And he allows it to exist, sure. even though he could snap his fingers and make it all go away yeah but okay well do you agree about the earth thing that i'm saying about like what do you mean okay like just one possible situation doesn't even have to be the right situation that where the contradiction isn't a contradiction is that it's a greater expression of love to not stop the evil there's some possible world where it's a greater there's a greater love to not stopping the evil on earth alone. On earth, yeah, but then okay. he throws you into hell forever. Like, not even, like, 10,000 years mm-hmm. or something. Literally forever. That's just so evil. Like, I don't even know how you could debate that. Okay, so, but we agree on the earth thing? 
Yeah, I, I could agree on that. But okay. that, like, the thing is, God isn't only operating on earth. He's right. operating on all dimensions. Yeah. Okay, so then if we move into the problem of hell, mm-hmm. there's different ideas of what hell even is. Some mm-hmm. of it, I mean, the very primitive view is, like, you're just on fire the whole time. <laughs> yeah. And then there's, like, people sticking pitchforks up your ass and stuff. And yeah. I don't think, I mean, whatever. But another, I think, like, more sophisticated view of hell is that it's um, um, mental torment. That still sucks, though. It does. Like, the point is that it's evil. Like, it doesn't matter how it looks. Right. Like, what matters is what it is. Okay, It's yeah. still evil. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's not necessarily, like, physical. you're feeling physical pain all the time, which mental of torment course, is perhaps. probably worse than physical exactly. pain, honestly. Exactly, exactly. Um, so then we think about what causes phys- what causes mental torment in the christian worldview distance from god is what causes physical t- or mental torment mm-hmm. sorry so if you're um if you're somebody who let let's just assume like you're somebody who's heard of christianity who's heard of god and you're like i don't want it i don't want any part of that and then um like let's say you die and you've already decided I don't want to I don't want any part with God and then we'll get to people who have not been you know evangelized to mm-hmm. so you're somebody who dies and you say I don't want any part with God and then you think of God as the source of all like love like we said he's all loving all powerful all knowing he's so he's the source of all love all knowledge and I guess power but whatever and so you're distancing yourself from all of that so you're powerless you're knowledgeless and you're without love that's like a pretty tormented state to be in so that could be thought of as like the cause and but that's like an but example. he chooses to put you there yeah he's the one who chooses he's I, on yeah. he's all powerful so he's the one who decided to put you there well he set the rules so that you get put there i guess I and mean, it's not a guess if he's all powerful. But if you're a Zoroastrian or a Manichaean who is like he's he's omnibenevolent and all loving, mm-hmm. but the forces of evil are at like a fifty fifty standstill, and it's up to us to tip the balance. Mm-hmm. That would make a bit more sense. But you're saying that he's already all powerful, so he sets the rules in place, and then he puts you in hell. That's still like evil, regardless right. of fire or not. But he's he's inviting you to come to be with him but he keeps be... giving all these false signals all these contradicting signals all these okay. like like he's not talking to us anymore maybe he was in the past but now no sign holocaust happens god's chosen people nothing happens it's the russians who come and take mm. take the nazis down god doesn't throw <laughs> god threw lightning bolts down at those gay people in like bc times but no lightning bolts were found during the holocaust um okay that's kind of a different argument yeah though. I mean, it's, it's, it ties into the same general idea mm-hmm. that God engineers everything, and yet he allows these things to happen. Maybe, and, and the argument to that would usually be like, oh, but it's beyond our comprehension. But like, Well, let's, okay, hold on. Let's just, the argument I just made about the hell, mm-hmm. the hell. <laughs> um, let's say we live in a perfect world where there's one religion and everybody is like, yeah, that's true. But you're somebody who decides, I don't want any part of that. Even though it's true, I don't want it. And then that person get separated from God for eternity. What do you think, like, is, is that a... If, if we lived in that perfect world where... Is that, is that like, a good argument? Well, yeah, because I'm assuming if everyone believed it, then God would be, like, burning bushes and shit. He'd still be communicating mm. to us. 
Yeah. That's the only way people would, everyone on earth would believe it. That's mm-hmm. the only way is if he's still talking to us. If he's talking to me, I'd be like, yeah, dude, you're real. You're talking through the sky. Yeah. Like, but he doesn't do that. He, he gives you the most vague hints and then he gives you a mountain of evidence to oppose that. And mm-hmm. if you choose the mountain of evidence that opposes it, he lets you burn in hell forever or like suffer forever. Like, but, but you agree that if we lived in that perfect thing that I just said where that somebody choosing not to be on not not to go with god for eternity and is on their own for eternity and they're in eternal torment is that i I still don't think that's justified at all like i mean because the people he's around are sinning just as much as him right probably yeah yeah the only difference is the people around him are bowing down to god so what does that mean god's ego is being satisfied so he lets the other sinners into heaven but he throws the one non-believer into hell no what is, so then why does God only allow the people who worship him and beg for him into heaven? Because, well, Christians believe that Jesus came down as a perfect example of a human. This mm-hmm. is exactly how you're supposed to live. He did all the right things. He never, he never sinned, never did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And then um, he was killed and put through torment, not eternal torment, I guess. There's debate about that. I don't know. Um, and so he was like... A sacrifice for us so anybody who accepts him as a sacrifice for ourselves then rather but he wasn't than, put through eternal torment right because he rose from the dead no no yeah yeah so um but there's debate about like while he was dead did he go to hell and then there's some people who i think think he's still in hell or like part of him is or something i'm not sure there's all kinds of crazy ideas really see that yeah. would be heretical in some cases it would be. and and so once again god is not clarifying with us like we're not smart we're not on god's level he well it does it us. does say in the bible that jesus ascended into heaven after the three days so it is pretty clear but then some people just have like it's like there's it's a problem with the interpreter not what's being interpreted necessarily i think but hold on hold on hold on so Oh, yeah, yeah. So Jesus is like, rather than God looking at us, who people who have accepted Jesus as a sacrifice, God doesn't look at us and see, okay, well, you did this on Thursday, and today you did this, and you said a bad word. He sees Jesus in your place and says, okay, you're perfect, and just like lets you in, basically. Not that you are perfect, Mm -hmm. but that he sees you as that because you accepted Jesus as your sacrifice. So if you're somebody who doesn't accept Jesus as your sacrifice, then he sees you for who you are and nobody wins that battle because you're basically being compared against Jesus. And I don't think anybody can win that battle. But God's the one making the comparison. Yeah. So you're saying... And and no one's... He already knows no one's going to win because he created you to be that way. No, he didn't. Well, he created you with the knowledge that you were going to be that way. Sure. So he basically did. I guess. And that's the issue. So he's the one making these impossible tests, these Kafka-esque mazes you have to run through. But he gave us like the easiest shortcut. He really didn't. Maybe in the past, maybe the people in the past who saw Jesus rise from the dead is easy. But now there's like so many different religions. Islam, Mm -hmm. like there's Hinduism, a billion people follow that. Buddhism, there's like the Eastern religions. There's so many different ones. God definitely didn't talk to all of them. So are the other races just like, fucking animals they don't have souls like why didn't he go and send a jesus down to every different culture the aztecs were fucking chopping people's hearts (laughs) out giving it to the sun god (laughs) like god should have given us a heads up that's what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. and if he didn't do that like i just can't like i can't forgive god for that yeah so that's like the problem of the unevangelized i guess Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, there's a lot of different responses to that, and I don't know them well enough to give a good one. Um, Because, okay, St. Augustine, right? mm -hmm. He said that there are people in the, there are priests in the Christian church who would live in the city of man, Mm -hmm. and there are people outside the church who live in the city of God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which means that being good is not contingent solely upon your belief in the Christian God of this specific sect of this specific thing. It's contingent truly upon who you are. And you might be living by God's values without even knowing it. You might just call it a different name because the people who don't know who Jesus existed, I don't think they deserve to go to hell. Okay. Yeah. I think this kind of gets into like an ethics argument sort of thing. Oh, of course, but then you can't question God's, like, logic, right? Well, yeah, it depends, like, by what ethical standard are you judging God on? Like, any, like, literally anything known to humankind, damning people to eternal suffering for for things that they don't even know about. Like, any standard, like, literally any standard at all that is humanly conceivable. I can't understand God, but by any human moral framework, that is evil. So, but, like, okay, one possible, one argument that I hear put towards like the the problem of the unevangelized mm-hmm. and i don't like this argument but it's like one possible scenario so it's like one of those things where it's like it's not necessarily a contradiction but it might not be the actual actual case so they i've heard it argued that maybe the people who have never heard about jesus or have never like were born in like all these different cultures uh, apart from jesus and would never hear about him um maybe god knows because he's all-knowing, that those people would have never accepted Jesus anyways. So all <laughs> black people, all All Asians, black people. What? Yeah. So the black people have to be enslaved by the whites first to get accepted into heaven? No. But then how would they know about God? Some other way, like what people do now they, when they, they go don't, on But they don't, they didn't. <laughs> like 90% of the African population no, right. didn't know anything. But so maybe God knows that those people who didn't, hear about it would have even if they did hear about it they wouldn't have accepted it so all the native americans just deserve to be damned to hell well okay well the christian worldview is that we all deserve to be damned to hell but it's this message that, that in saves itself us. like that's the just the thing i can't get behind <laughs> is like god just creates us and is like fuck you suffer forever bitch like i i just can't like i can't even fathom the level of evil of that like that's so evil on all like and every like every instinct in my body is screaming like this is mm-hmm. so evil and terrible and maybe I can't understand God, but why would he make me that way? Why would he make me, like, to feel this way? Mm. Like, he's the one who has control over everything. So he chooses to be that st- sadistic. Which is why it, I, I, no, would choose, I would choose to believe that God is not omnipotent. Like, mm. he's om- all-loving, all-knowing, but he's, he's not all-powerful. He's definitely not all-powerful. But then what makes him God and not just a stronger form of us? He's a creator. He created something. And uh, he's just, he probably is us just on a higher dimension. And there's probably another higher dimension above him going on in a fractal pattern for all of eternity. That's what I believe. I don't think that God is the highest form. I think it's like a fractal, self similar on all levels, expanding infinitely, up and down. But then we'd have to talk about the problem of infinity and stuff like that. But I mean, by nature, God is infinite, right? Yeah. And but, there can be multiple levels of infinity. But an infinite, like, infinite explanations and infinity time and stuff like that are things that, like, I think we we could get to a point where we agree that's not really possible. Like, infinite causes or chains of causes. 
Oh, perhaps, but I'm talking about like levels of reality. Mm, okay. Like a fractal. You've seen fractals, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's how reality is. So, but do you think there's like one god that it stops at, and he's the god that created all the little gods that created the humans? Perhaps, or maybe not, because I mean, God in itself is infinite, right? Yeah. So who's to say that the the string of like multiverses, or not even multiverses, but like ascending dimensions mm. who's to say that it ends somewhere maybe it does at some point that's just inconceivable to the human mind but i feel like at that point it would just be like so inconceivable to us and so detached from us mm. that that god has nothing to do with us like that god is so far above us yeah that he's just like he's governing the other gods at that point but but that would imply that he's limited in what he can pay attention to and what he can control that's true. But I think that, like, in that case, he could control us. He could just snap his fingers and wipe us out. But we're, like, fungus growing on his wall. Like, would you watch mold grow on your wall? Like, you can. You can scrub it off if you want. But, like, maybe like maybe you just don't feel like it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure there are lots of little critters living all around the universe that God could talk to or whatever. But he just, mm-hmm. he's got God things to worry about. That's my belief. But he can be present to all things at once. That's true. I, I, maybe he has shown himself to us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has. And, and, or, or one of the gods or whoever. I, maybe yeah. some higher beings have exposed themselves. I think that's what compelled people to write these holy scriptures, like the Bible, the Quran. Mm-hmm. All holy scriptures were written when someone had some like, truly divine revelation. At least most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I do think that as soon as a human sees something that's beyond his comprehension... He's not, it's like trying to describe an acid trip. You, you can't put it into words. Like as soon as you see something that crazy, you try and write it down. You're going to start talking about burning bushes and shit because you don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck you just saw. Like that's my thoughts on it. All right. But that was a good question. I think we actually got a lot of <laughs> good material out of it. Why that. aren't you a Christian? <laughs> <laughs> Unloads for an hour. <laughs> no, yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, and I think we both actually kind of knew what we were talking about. So, mm-hmm. like, it was a much more, like, yeah. be- better back and forth. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's definitely an interesting question. Because I have thought about it for a long time. Yeah. Like, Christianity is what founded this country. It's what basically founded all of modern Western civilization. So, yeah. it's definitely not without its merits. Um, I just like to think of Christianity or, like, the Bible as... Like, it definitely has divine inspiration, but a large portion of it, I think, to be fables. I don't, like, I don't treat the Bible as a history book. I treat it as a, as something that definitely has divine inspiration. There's something about the Bible that's not like a normal book, but it's not like a history, it's not a world history. Okay. Yeah. But existence is crazy. Just being aware of shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't mean this as like a gotcha question, mm-hmm. but how much of the Bible have you read? I've only read like Genesis and like the parts in my Bible study mm-hmm. club where we go through like the little passages of Leviticus. I barely remember any of it. Oh, okay. But I, just based on what other people have told me, mm-hmm. they say like there's something about the Bible that's just different. Like it's when you read it, you don't feel like you're reading just some book on your shelf. You feel yeah. like you're reading some very ancient tone with like it's it's just different oh, okay yeah i've heard a lot of people um talk about when they first read the new testament like people who've grown up as atheists mm-hmm. 
and they first read the New Testament, and it shocked them how much it sound like it seemed like more of a historical narrative than just like some random ramblings about like divine entities. Oh, of course. I I mean, I don't think that it's going to be like stupid or anything. Don't think oh, that. Oh no, yeah. Like I like, but I I think that now we have like just so much material evidence that um that it's just so difficult to believe it that combined with all the philosophical issues of that epicurean question the all like if he's all three Mm -hmm. how can he how can he be (laughs) yeah what um what kind of evidence would you need where you're like, okay, I guess Christianity is true. For the Christian God? I mean, evidence... Or for any God, I guess. It doesn't have to be a Christian God. Well, I mean, for any God, I feel like the existence of this universe is enough evidence. Like, I, I mean, where did we come from? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something conscious that made this. And there's something conscious that's transmitting that signal mm-hmm. that allows us to have a shred... I don't think we're the full consciousness. We're like 1%. We're like 0.00001% of what real consciousness is. But we're getting a very, very weak radio signal mm-hmm. from that like transmitter, and which is stronger than any other animal on Earth, but still very weak. And I think something intelligent has to be, or maybe the universe itself is God or something. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. But like any God, I could, I, I believe that by default. I, I, I feel like I'm an agnostic theist. Like I, I don't. I, I can't disprove it. I can't really prove it either. Mm-hmm. But I would just, based on my intuition, I would lean towards the fact, especially since I took shrooms and acid. I used to be a full-on <laughs> atheist. Yeah. After I took psychedelics, like, I straight up believe, like, there's something more. Yeah. But it's just that when, when it comes to Christianity, I could flip the question back on you and be like, well, which specific sect of the Christian faith? Which mm-hmm. exact thing? Is it the Baptists, the Protestants, yeah. the this, the that? And who's disqualified? Are the Catholics disqualified because they worship idols? Are they going to burn in hell forever? Like, well, you'd have to look at what are the, we could probably find some common ground between all of them. Like Jesus was a real person mm-hmm. who lived, died, and resurrected, mm-hmm. and he was the Son of God and part. He he was God and and all that. So, mm-hmm. I think like all Christians would agree on that at mm-hmm. least. So it's like. Like, w- would it be evidence for the resurrection or would it be answers to your ethical questions or... Like, I mean, the thing I was trying to prove is, like, like uh, by by flipping that, by asking you that, the thing mm-hmm. I was trying to prove is, like, even Christians don't agree oh, yeah, on what, like, on really qualifies. So, like, yeah. and going to hell, it doesn't matter if you go to hell for worshiping Mary or you go to hell because you had gay butt sex. Like, either way, you're going to go to hell. Mm-hmm. So the effect is the same. So what I'm saying is Catholics are one of the largest groups of Christians on earth. Yeah. And Protestants... I think they are the largest Catholics. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Protestants believe that Catholics are going to hell because they worship idols, right? Some Protestants do, yeah. Yeah, but like, that's the whole Protestants reason... Protestants don't agree on that. But that's the whole reason <laughs> Protestants protested. Yeah, It's because yeah. of the idol shit and, and other things, obviously, yeah. but... And the Pope uh, and all that. Yeah, and the right to like read the Bible on your own and mm-hmm. stuff. But like, um, like, that's the thing is that... Half the Christians will probably end up going to hell because they're practicing it differently from the other half. I guess. It it depends on what you think. What about the Christians who believe Jesus went to hell? I mean, I don't think they would go to hell for that. I don't think. I'm not anyone in authority to speak on that. But if you're like, 
from what I understand about, and people argue about this too, but from what I understand about how to get uh, saved mm-hmm. is it's not you believe all the right things about Jesus or like you you go to church on the right day or something like that. Like mm-hmm. none of these little things that people disagree about. It's like, do you accept Jesus as your savior, your savior and your sacrifice? And, um, do you like receive him into your heart, I guess. Mm-hmm. And there's some stuff that people attach onto that, like baptism, but baptism is in the Bible as well. So, mm-hmm. um, I feel like there's, to get saved, to become a person who's going to go to heaven, it's a pretty low threshold. And then after that, like, whichever denomination you want to follow or if you want to be Catholic, I don't think that has a whole lot of bearing on whether or not you're going to go to hell. Even if... What about Muslims and Jews? Uh, they don't accept Jesus, right? But yeah. Jesus was a Jew. He was. So what does that mean for the Jewish people? The chosen people. Yeah. Well, the idea was that Jesus was supposed to come and tell the Jews, like, all right, now we're going to do this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. instead of killing those lambs every week or whatever, uh, I'm the lamb, and then now you don't have to do that anymore. And here's some new stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, but, um, yeah, if, like I said, like, the the gate to heaven is Jesus, so... Hmm. Yeah. So all the Muslims, all the Jews, they're going bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not in a position to determine that. Well, yeah, I mean, you are. You just said it because if, I, but if you need to accept Jesus, the Muslims they say Jesus was a cool guy, but we don't. Mm-hmm. We we pray to Allah. Right. And they probably worship the same God as the Christians and the Jews. They would say that. Mm-hmm. But there's some differences between the character of the God described in their book and the God described in the Bible, Old and New Testament. What's, what, what would they be? Um, basically that the Muslim God seems to be a lot more like, do what I say and don't, like, don't question it and... Not only don't question it, but basically, like, you're nothing, you're trash, and um, God's just going to do whatever he wants with you, even if it's, even if it's, like, evil, I guess. You're basically just his, like, plaything and just do what he says. Which you could, I know you're going to say, well, isn't that what the Christian God is, too? <laughs> but the Christian God and the, the Jewish God that's described in the Bible, he's a lot more, like, interactive on a personal level, rather than just, like, I'm up here, you're down there, do what I say. He's more, like, he... He's willing to keep coming to people with love who are disagreeing with him. And so many... I can't think of any examples right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he got in a wrestling match with somebody. I forgot his name. Who, Jesus? No, uh, God. But he broke the guy's hip. <laughs> what? Yeah. But it's like... <gasps> what? I feel like... I can't tell if you're <laughs> joking right now. No, for real. For what? real. That's in the Old Testament. <laughs> but I feel like if this was the Muslim God, he would just be, like, destroyed and just move on. But he, he was like, I'm not going to use my full power with you, and I'm not going to... Even if you don't... even if, You don't have to believe this is true to, yeah, to yeah. follow what I'm saying. Uh, he's not just using his full force to override people. 
he's like wrestling with people and like okay well you disagree with me well then like you know he'll come back with an explanation or something usually except for in the case of Job um, I mean, I would say a lot of the same things at times, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I could say there were times where God behaved in a ruthless way, like Sodom mm-hmm. and Gomorrah and shit. Yeah. And there were times when Allah was merciful. Like, he, Allah, I'm pretty sure Muslims have, in, like, the ancient times, you had to give the captured, like, people a chance to convert. Mm-hmm. And if they converted, you spare them, they just become your subjects. Mm-hmm. But if they don't, then, or they have to pay a tax, which is pretty nice, like, for back then, just paying a tax if you're a different religion, like, that's not too bad. <laughs> like, um, I think that's better than how the Christians treated the natives, actually, yeah. a lot of times. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying the Muslims are without fault, of course, but, like, I could, I, I could say that... I would argue that you're being selective with the mm. times God was nice and the times Allah was mean. Okay. When in, there were times that showed the opposite as well. Mm. Okay, no, I'm, I'm trying to show, like, uh, like a difference in principle... Where the God described in the Quran, I've read a good chunk of the Quran. Oh, really? Yeah. And, and you probably know more about this than me. I barely. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't because I haven't. It was a while back. <laughs> but from what I've read, it was very like, like, if I want to step on you and crush your head, I'll do it. I'm God. I'll do what I want. Like, you're, you're nothing to me, basically. But he chooses not to, which is his mercy, right? In some cases, I guess. And I mean, it's the same with the Christian God, because he still, like, damns you to hell afterward. Like, the cosmic damnation mm-hmm. is way worse than anything on Earth. Like, sure. if God stomped on me right now and sent me to heaven, like, I'd be chill. Oh, yeah, I'd be yeah. like, thanks, dude. My life wasn't that great anyways. <laughs> but, like, um, like, it's the cosmic damnation that just okay. really fucks with my head. To the point yeah. where I just don't want to... I'd rather be with Satan than with God at that point, mm-hmm. like... Literally, like that's not even a joke. Like I literally would, mm. even if it means getting pitchforks up my ass all day. Like I just don't want to be around someone who damned me to hell forever just because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the right geographical location to accept Jesus as my savior. But you are. Okay, but my ancestors. <laughs> what about all of my ancestors right. who birthed me? Yeah, they're all in hell forever. I. It's like I can't accept that. Mm. Like send me with my ancestors down to hell. Send me with all the subhuman lower races down to hell. Yeah. If it's only the, the Semitic people and, like, the <laughs> Europeans who deserve to go to heaven, fuck it. Okay. Well, let me, let me finish the point about the Muslim thing. So, like, there's examples in the Quran where it tells... It, it's basically saying, like, the Jews are not good. <laughs> Do not like Well, them. we see that to this day. <laughs> right. But in the Bible, the New Testament Bible especially there's very explicit uh statements that like there's no such thing as difference of race like there's no jewish there's no greek there's no gentile there's no like in group or out group everybody is in basically like but god doesn't think that way okay like not okay basically treat everybody equal you know you can't just you know so there's contradicting messages between this christian god and this uh and the muslim god Mm -hmm. so that's all i'm saying that like there's you like people like to say that it's the same god but there's a lot of differences between those gods but i mean like they say to treat everyone i mean i'm sure the muslims say the same thing right like i guess i mean obviously with women but i'm sure the christian bible said the same thing with women like if if a man rapes a woman no you have to pay her like 50 like silver things or no well that's in the old testament and there's a lot of debate about what that if it means you raped her because it doesn't say if you rape a woman it says if you take a woman by the arm and go make love to her and you're not married, 
than... Oh, so adultery. It's, I think yeah. they just kill you for adultery. Yeah. But I think this was, like, a way of, like, okay, well, you had sex with this woman, so now you're going to be a responsible adult and marry her and and pay her family or something. Because, mm. like, you're going to pay them a dowry because that's what you're supposed to do. And so, like, you're not just going to have sex with someone and then forget about it. Like, it, this is a serious thing you've entered into now. But it, there's debate about, like, well, does it mean rape or does it mean... I I mean I'm I'm sure they weren't trying to be as explicit as they could in the Bible like they're not gonna just straight up say it. There right? are some times when they said some that's stuff. True, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah, the donkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, that's that's like all stuff for a few podcasts. <laughs> um, but what was I gonna get back to? You were talking about the differences between the Muslim and the Christian God, and I was yeah. talking about how I don't really think they're that different. Oh, like all your ancestors are in hell, and yeah. you want to accept that, and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. Okay, so the thing I was trying to get at is, like, do you, like, what's your ancestry? Honestly, I don't know a whole lot about it. <laughs> okay. my, my... I assume since you're white, you come from a Christian land, right? Like, a land where the dominant religion is Christian. Well, my mom's side is European, mm-hmm. and so I'm guessing Christianity mm-hmm. was prominent where they're from. Uh, and my dad's side is from Argentina and Spain before that, so yeah. Also Christian. Yeah, Christian, yeah. yeah. So you at so least have most of my ancestors are probably... In heaven. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, I just, like, the fact that any, all non-whites that mm-hmm. weren't enslaved by whites are now burning in hell for eternity. There's just something about that that doesn't sit right with me. Well, there's like, I don't know, there's different ideas about that too. There's um, like another response to the problem of the unevangelized is that perhaps uh, because it does say in the Bible that God has put his law in everybody's heart. And so perhaps if somebody like lives or at least tries to live in accordance with that law and mm-hmm. they have like some faith in a higher being, then probably they're more likely to get into heaven than somebody else, even if they're not a Christian. That's like what St. Augustine was saying, which I mm-hmm. I can vibe with that, but... Yeah. The thing is, like, that's not what the Orthodox Christian teaching is. It's so centered around this one event that happened in this one geographical location. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, it's just, like, if God wanted to save everyone, he planned that shit terribly. Like, like there was no cell phones. You couldn't record Jesus mm-hmm. being resurrected and send it all around the world. Yo, Jesus yeah. is getting resurrected. Breaking news. Jesus just fucking got resurrected. There's nothing like that. So to everyone else in the world... That never happened. And just because they had no knowledge of that event, they are like, damned to hell. And you said that those people were destined to never believe it, but Vietnam, India, like, well, there are Christians there. I said that that's a possible response to that, that maybe God knows who would accept and who wouldn't accept, and that the people who he knows would not accept, he just, like, put them in places where they wouldn't hear about it anyways. But then he could have, like, he made them that way, right? Like, Well, he didn't make them... 
to He be... made them dark skin and he's like, alright, fuck you, you go to hell. He didn't make them not want to be Christians or anything like that. He didn't... But I mean, he made them in that location. He put them there, right? Right, right. So that means he did. He did make them that way. He had the but choice the... to put them there, so he had the choice to make their will, like, free he will. He didn't make their he... will anything. Really? Yeah. But The argument the... is that by their free will, he knows that they would never choose to follow Jesus anyways, so that... Isn't that determinism? Like, that's not free will in that no. case. No. If, if he can predict the outcome, then it's not free will. How so? Because he already knows what's going to happen, so he could change it. Like, he mm. already knows that, that whatever decision we make is going to be made. So he knows that the people who make bad decisions are going to make it, but he, he just lets them make it just because. Like, that... But that's not determinism, then. If he lets them make it. But then I just don't see the value of free will. If, if, he, know, if he can choose to put you in a certain place, mm-hmm. and he can choose everything about you, and then he's like, you know what, I'm just going to give this guy the choice to go to hell. Like, that just doesn't... That, that's just fucked up. <laughs> but uh, this isn't even the main thing I was trying to argue. Like, I... I what were we talking about before? Uh, our ancestors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I think that that argument's kind of bollocks anyways, because... Um, because as soon as the white people came, or, like, the European uh, colonizers, they, like, even with how shitty they were treating the people, they still accepted Christianity. Mm-hmm. So those people were willing to accept Christianity. Yeah. So it's nothing to do with, like, like they would have accepted it, it's just they had no knowledge of it. Like, some people wouldn't have, but others right. would. Yeah. But can you say that just because some people in that geographic location accepted it, who heard about it? means that everybody who didn't hear about it in that location would have also accepted it. Like, what do you mean? Like, so let's say, uh, like, uh, India. Jesus wasn't in India. People mm-hmm. in India had no idea what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. So let's say, like, some people went over to India and conquered it. Did that happen? I think that... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That happened a lot. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. So, like, let's say, yeah, some white people go over there and they're like, by the way, we believe in Jesus. And then the people who were there who they're telling that to are like, oh, okay, well, that sounds legit. So mm-hmm. they become Christians too. Does that mean that every other Indian in India would have accepted it too? I mean, it's pretty... I mean, not every white person accepts Christianity. Right. I don't think... I, I'm, I don't think it's a racial thing that... I don't think God was like, well, only white and Jewish people will accept Christianity, so I'm only going to tell them about it. I but, know. I mean, for 2,000 years, that's how it was. Like, or not, like, 1,400 years. That's how it was. Yeah, but... I don't think it was made on a decision of, like, race. I mean, it seems like it. <laughs> I mean... But if he would have picked India and Africa, then it would have seemed like it was based on race, too. Like, oh, the light people aren't going He could have put a messiah in every mm-hmm. major location and allowed it to spread like that. Yeah. Like, much more efficiently. Like, yeah. Like, the thing is, like... Of course, not everyone would accept it because people, I guess, have free will. I don't know, but... Mm-hmm. Supposing they do, they would have accepted it. And so, like, why didn't he send a savior there? Why did, he have, why did he have to wait for white people to come and rape and enslave the natives to then tell them about Christianity? Why couldn't he just, like, tell us about Christianity directly? Like, are we not worthy? Is it only white people who deserve the Jesus to come down and save them and the rest of us just get shit on? Like, that, it's just, like, it seems like a, a religion that was born of its geographical location and then exported to the rest of the world because Europeans had cultivated the most successful civilization. Mm. That's what it seems like to me. It doesn't... 
it doesn't seem superior to any of the other religions of the world. Mm. Maybe like the Aztec religions where they cut the heart out, maybe mm. it's superior to that, but uh, all the other religions, they say basically the same things. The seven deadly sins line up almost yeah. totally, and the smaller sins as well. Like, like other religious people aren't stupid. Like Islam, Hinduism, all these religions have very valid things to say, mm-hmm. but, um, and, and Christianity as well. But like my, my argument is that I don't I don't see I don't have that same view of like Christianity being the real truth and everything else being like these these like wacky fun playhouse ideas that you can just like like they're kind of cool but they're just like Rick and Morty like I think that all religions are are like equally valid and invalid at the same time which sounds contradictory but like all religions are basically partial expressions of metaphysical truth that's what I believe. Alright. Yeah. So, um, like, I, I learned a little bit about Buddhism mm-hmm. a while back, and um, you probably know more about it than I do, because I forgot a lot of stuff. But what I remember reading is that there's, like, some, like, the four pillars or something like that mm-hmm. of life, and if you live in, is it in perfect accordance with those, or, like, mostly in accordance with those? Well, I mean, the, the the Buddhism operates on a whole different thing because they believe in reincarnation and that, yeah. like, you, like... But how do you get to nirvana? To break the cycle, you have to go through thousands, millions of lifetimes, mm-hmm. some as, like, in hell, mm-hmm. which lasts hundreds of thousands of years, but not forever. Yeah. And some of them as, like, a, a god of sorts, like a deva. Mm-hmm. And some of them as a human, some of them as an animal. And you go through these cycles until... There's, like, four stages of nirvana. There's, like, sovan... And then some other ones, and then Nirvana is the final one. Mm-hmm. And um, to do that, you basically need to become the Buddha. Okay. And very few people have become the Buddha ever yeah. in history, or so, in mythology. So like, it's very, it it'll yeah. take like trillions of years, basically. They're saying. So let's say in Buddhism, let's say, what about people who didn't know about Buddhism? The and karmic now... the karmic forces affect everyone regardless of like. Okay religion like it, it's basically stating that karma is like a law of nature like like mm-hmm. how energy can't be created or destroyed mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like that so like what goes around comes around and yeah. that's going to happen no matter where you are no matter what you believe it doesn't even require the worship of buddha that's just the thing that like simple-minded people like they start worshiping the buddha when he specifically said don't worship yeah me. like because they i feel like everyone wants that like deity they can pray to and be like mm-hmm. please let me get an a on my math test yeah, like, yeah. people want that mm-hmm. so they just turned him into that but in reality he's like whether you believe it or not this energy exists and the energy you put into the world will come back to you that's all okay. it is it's like but well, how does that energy help you get to nirvana um well mo- it, like that energy the most people just hope to be reborn as a human okay. because that's the most practical thing like yeah. To reach nirvana, it takes trillions of years. Like, or like you, you, even to reach the first stage, like very few. I'd say maybe that monk who lit himself on fire, mm-hmm. like he probably reached the first stage where he, he rewired his brain, like what it said in the video. Yeah. Like he re- he rewired his brain in such an insane way while he was meditating. Like no normal yeah. person can do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, but that's my belief because like Buddhism doesn't require you to believe in it. It just right. requires you to act righteously. Don't harm other people. And, like, yeah, the thoughts you have also affect it, but, like, thoughts are secondary to actions. Because mm. actions actually affect other people. Thoughts are just, like, bad things you feel about others. 
So what about, what I'm trying to get at is, what about somebody who never hears about Buddhism, doesn't know, like, oh, I have to live this way to achieve some higher state of being, and then they just get reincarnated as, like, a human, or they're in hell, or they're, like, an ant for a lifetime, or... The thing like, is, what and, Buddhism says to do is, is the same as all other religions. There's yeah. nothing that special about what Buddhism says. Right. The only thing it says is that you don't have to worship a specific deity. You just need to, like... And, and by the way, Buddhist morality lines up pretty evenly. They don't like sexual depravity. Yeah. They don't like alcoholism or, like, intoxication. It's, it's more or less the same. The only difference is you don't get damned to eternal hell if you don't believe in the Buddha. You get, right. you get damned to, like, 100,000 years in hell if you, like, murder people and stuff mm-hmm. outside of a war, and then there's a whole other thing. Like, yeah. yeah. But, okay, what I'm trying to get at is, like, rather than hearing about Buddhism specifically mm-hmm. or Buddha or any particular person, like, uh-huh. what if you don't hear about... What if you don't know, like, the, what if you don't know murdering is wrong? What if you grew up in a neighborhood where... Oh, then you're fucked, but you it's do. the same thing with Christianity. Like, if, right. you, if you were a Christian, let's say you grew up in, in, in a Christian in Rome mm-hmm. in, like, 600 AD, mm-hmm. or that was after the fall, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, 700 AD, you grew up in Italy, Christian, and you followed Christian morality. You'd be fine. Because Christian yeah. morality is in accordance with Buddhist morality right. and basically all other religions. Right. If you're an Aztec cutting people's hearts out, I don't know. Probably not. You probably wouldn't go to yeah. heaven. But it's, it's more dependent on the actions themselves as opposed to, like, submitting to a higher mm-hmm. power. And then also, if you're, I'm, I'm also like not trying to, like rail you. Oh, go ahead. I mean, cause... I've been roasting the fuck out of Christianity, <laughs> so like, go ahead. Like, I'm That's not gonna get offended. I'm just, I'm just like trying to, I'm trying to point out that like this problem of being eternally damned can exist in any religion. Oh yeah, but Buddhism's not. Don't even pretend that it's as harsh as any of the Abrahamic religions because it's not eternal. You can it come back be, as though. a. Mm, the cycle of reincarnation is, mm-hmm. and and. Buddhist monks argue that reincarnation is a type of hell because you're attached to material suffering and stuff. Yeah. But I'd rather be in this hell than in <laughs> that hell. Like, you know right. what I mean? How do you get out of the Buddhist hell, do you know? Well, sure. you literally, like, to get into the Buddhist hell, you have to do some fucked up shit. Like, you have yeah. to, like, cut off children's toes or something. Like, yeah. you, there's a story of this guy who's, like, cutting people's fingers off and he made a necklace out of it and he tried to kill the Buddha. Oh, wow. But the Buddha was just like, no, bitch. Nah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And, like, um, since he made the Buddha bleed, like, he tried to roll a boulder down on him, and he made the Buddha bleed a little bit, and that, like, sends you to hell for, like, 100,000 years or, like, some shit. Oh, wow. And um, even knowing that, he, like, reformed his ways and, like, tried to be better, and he still went to hell again. Like, obviously, these religions can be hardcore, like, merciless sometimes, but I still think Buddhism, the fact that there's a way out of hell, Mm. and there's a way out of being, like, an insect, and you can come back to being human, Mm -hmm. and then you can transcend that as well. Right. I feel like that's so much more hopeful than just like you fuck this life up, you're damned for eternity. You might like the Catholic view then that mm-hmm. people can uh pray for you while you're in hell and then eventually your prayers for them will kinda like get you out of hell and then mm-hmm. I think you go to purgatory for a time and then you go to heaven. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. But then that's still contingent upon people in the real world caring about you, right? Yeah. In Buddhism it's based entirely on your own actions. Mm. And, like, you have to try really hard to get into hell. Like, it's not like a, it's not like a, oh, I don't believe this or that, or I drink alcohol or something. It's, like, yeah. serious fucked up shit. Like, most, the default state is, like, I guess being an animal. Mm. But um, humans are, like, a little bit privileged. 
and then there's like the god realm but like what i'm trying to say is like to get the punishment and suffering of hell you mm-hmm. really have to be fucked up and it's not just religion it's like yeah universal right. so if you're a good person regardless where you are you're gonna be fine ish you're gonna be basically the same place where you are now reincarnated mm-hmm. if you're a bad person a really bad person then you go to hell i see and not forever right and you getting out is dependent on your actions right. which I, I i don't know that just i just like that better Okay. But at the end of the day, it's still faith. Like, faith is faith. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's like, what is, like, what is true might not be what we like. Yeah. Like, a lot of people don't like that evolution is true because they're like, I didn't come from no monkey. Mm-hmm. But. The evidence but is just so overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, what philosophy classes have you taken? Mm-hmm. I've t- I've only taken critical reasoning okay. right now. That's cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. How about you? I've only taken ethics, which was really I want to cool. take ethics. Yeah, it that's was really cool. cool. It's fun. It was awesome. So do you think we can derive, like, a new sort of, like, morality? Well, obviously not, but, like, do you think we can have a sort of secular morality that's objective? No. No? I don't think so. Yeah, that's probably true. But I think you have to appeal to something, some sort of higher consciousness mm-hmm. that has the authority, I guess, or to call it objective. Yeah, but then there's even debate about like because uh, there's divine command theory, so like if God says it's right, then it's right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, what makes God the authority on it? And it's like, well, because He's all powerful. But mm-hmm. just because He's all powerful doesn't mean you know. So then there's debate on that, like. If, so you you say God is good, therefore God can tell us what is good, but what makes God good? Is it because he aligns with what he tells us, or is it because what he tells us aligns with who he is? Like It's because, I mean, I thought it was just because he creates everything, so he gets to arbitrarily desi- decide mm. what's good and what's evil. Yeah, but then in that case, it wouldn't be objective, it would still be something just because he said it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess God's subjectivities are objectivity, right? Mm. That's that's one way to think about it. I never thought about it that way, but uh, I've heard a response to that that um, it's instead of divine command theory, it's divine revelatory theory that um, morality, moral truths exist objectively apart from God. Like God didn't create them, but He reveals them to us because mm. He knows them because He knows everything. Mm. That's another way. But beyond that, I don't see a way that humans can derive morality that has any or should have any like objective bearing on everybody Mm -hmm. because you could say i mean we could all agree on what's right and wrong yeah but but that's still all of us to justify it it would be a different story yeah like we could say murder is wrong and on a secular theory why is it wrong because it's not in our best interest to murder each other but self-interest is a disgusting way to structure morality right okay then it's like it's not in the interest of of our of humanity mm-hmm. or of any animals mm-hmm. to murder or be murdered, mm-hmm. and then it's like okay, well, why should we care what's in the interest of humanity yeah. or anybody? Because because we're humans within mm-hmm. that self interest again. Yeah. <laughs> because we're animals with that self interest, and it's like you go in this circle. That yeah, you can't and then you just of. turn into like this meat machine that's only living for yourself and no one else yeah. that's why all religious people regardless of religion there's so much more charitable mm-hmm. so much more giving to their community mm-hmm. than like 
atheists and, and secular people, they'll believe in LGBTQ rights and all this shit, but they won't actually do anything. Like, when a hurricane strikes, yeah. it's fucking Christians that go out and, like, take the trash and, like, help the people and mm-hmm. shit. It's never going to be some atheist blue-haired cunt from, like, some <laughs> university. No, they don't help. Yeah. They fucking, they're fucking Twitter fingers. Yeah. It's always religious people who may hold some archaic views mm-hmm. that aren't wholesome and fucking... They don't con- they're not condoned by the current establishment, but they're the ones yeah. who actually go out and help people yeah. all the time. And I think that is evident of what you're saying. Like, when you're trying to structure morality based on, like, secular humanism, it always just goes back to self-interest. Mm-hmm. And once you base morality on self-interest, it's just disgusting. Like, you turn into a meat machine, and I fucking hate that. Yeah. Yeah, there's one, like, counterexample that atheists try to give, which is, like, the... Uh, forget it's like some kind of the veil of something i don't know if you've heard of it where let's say let's say you're not a human yet and you're like you're gonna be put into this world and um you can be there's gonna be one person who is killing Mm -hmm. and one person who is not killing but being killed and um maybe i'm totally ruining this no you're good Just think, we can edit it in post. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like, or let's say you're getting put into a video game, and it's and, you know, the goal of the video game is for the your team to collect whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you're the person on your team who has the most, then you get some extra prize or something. Mm. Um, you would want in that game for everything to be the most fair so like let's say one player is a lot more powerful and could just beat the hell out of everybody else and take their points Mm -hmm. you would not want that person to be able to do that you would want no no matter what capabilities you're brought in with you want everything to be as equal as possible Mm -hmm. so that's one of the like a secular version of morality but then a counter argument to that is what if you are brought into that world and you're the big meat machine that could just destroy everybody (laughs) like what would stop you at that point from doing it? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I was brought in. Luckily, I can just kill everybody and take their points. Um, at that point, you would need, like, some justification to not kill everybody. To an extent, that's true. But I've met, like, really big people who are just, like, genuinely good. Oh, yeah, They're yeah. just nice people. Like, I feel like there's some people in this world who are just innately good and some mm-hmm. people in this world who are just innately evil. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I... Totally. Yeah. Well... And I don't think it's solely contingent on religion, but I think for the bulk, like, 75% of people are in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, for those people, like, religion can turn them one way or the other. Mm. Or, like, some sort of morality can turn them one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, it's a different question of whether you can be good, a good person as an atheist mm-hmm. versus can you justify your moral... Yeah. Exactly. I, I, yeah, like morality is very hard to derive just from just bare like, yeah. reason, you know? So that marks the end of the conversation with Mr. Juice. I thought it was a very good conversation. I thought we talked about a lot of objections that, you know, a lot of common objections to Christianity. And I feel like they're all pretty much based only on ethical objections. Like, he, you know, there's some stuff that he would have to accept if he were to be a Christian that he doesn't like. 
And I can totally relate to that because that was a big thing. That was an obstacle for me when I was first considering converting to Christianity. But um, I'm reminded of even when I was an atheist, I would think, you know, Christians would argue, well, if there's no God, then there's no morality. And if there's no God, then there's no meaning to life. And even as as an atheist, I was willing to say, sure, maybe that that's probably true. If there's a God, then there's no objective morality and there's no objective meaning to life. But just because as an atheist, I have to accept these things, which I don't like, that doesn't mean that atheism is false. And in the same way now, I would argue the other way, <laughs> just because as a Christian, I'd have to accept some things I don't like. That doesn't mean that Christianity is false. And that doesn't mean that me not liking those things is right. You know, I, I mean, like, like I said in the, in, in this episode, talking to uh, Mr. Juice, there's, there's stuff that we can judge based on our own, what we think is a good ethical standard. But, you know, if we assume that God is all knowing and all loving and, um, I guess all powerful isn't necessary for this point, but if we assume he's all knowing, then he knows ethics better than us. Right. And if we assume he's all good, then we know that he is, he is not only committed to following those ethics, but he's basically, it's a law that he has to follow those ethics, um, because he is all good by nature. So if we know that he's all good and all knowing, then there's probably it's probably more likely that there's something that we don't know than that there's something wrong with God. And that would be like my main objection. And I, I brought that up in various forms during the podcast, but I don't think it had any sway on Mr. Juice Mr. Juice's opinion. But um, you know, what are you gonna do? It's it's uh, understandable. I get it. But yeah, so that's the episode. Uh I highly recommend subscribing to ocean juice on youtube the o in ocean is a zero not an o not the letter o so just keep that in mind when you're searching him up and uh, yeah subscribe to him we talked about other things that we recorded but i'm not sure that i will post them on this podcast because they kind of veer out of uh, what i think is like the philosophical um, area you know but uh, maybe he'll post it on his YouTube channel. I'm not sure. So go subscribe to him. Zero for Ocean Juice on YouTube. And uh, yeah, show him some love. He's a really smart guy. And I really like talking to him. He's got a very in-your-face style, which is very different from my the way I uh, talk. But uh, I think he's very entertaining. And I think he's very... Uh, he's a critical thinker and... Uh, a smart guy and he's he's worth listening to i think so check him out and then also subscribe to this podcast and um if you think this episode had some stuff that is worth listening to for other people as well go ahead and share it if you um if you like go back and listen to some other episodes from this podcast and if you like those go ahead and share them and i'll see you in the next one i got another one another episode should be coming out uh by next week So stay tuned for that. Subscribe so that it shows up in your feed and you don't miss it. All right. Thanks for thanks for your time. Bye.